Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome to Coast View, the show that every single day celebrates the people who are making coastal Mississippi a very special place to live, work, and play. And I have the CEO. Of, uh, of Coastal Mississippi, Milton Segarra today, and we'll come to him in just a second. And just to share a couple of quick things with you. A friend of mine uh, on Facebook, Dave Brandon, posted this, and I just think it's terrific. And um, it just th- talks about perseverance and you know, the ability to sort of get back up. But here's what it said. I threw in the towel, God threw it back and said, wipe your face you're almost there. <laughs> I thought that was part. I threw in the towel. God threw it back and said, wipe your face. You're almost there. There's, a, there's so much truth to that. And uh, and then one other. Uh, this is from my friend, uh, Stacey Waldrop. Uh, I mean, she's just one of the most positive people I know. But here's what she wrote. Today, instead of being upset by all the things that are wrong, be thankful for all the things that are right. And that came from Live a Happy Life. Just a, just good stuff to, to focus on. Just a really quick point. Uh, I had uh, the opportunity yesterday to have the Speaker of the House, Philip Gunn, on the show. And I, w- I want to commend him for getting on the ground and seeing for himself what's happening at hospitals across the state. He spent a considerable amount of time here on the coast. It was a very compelling conversation where he said everyone's got an opinion, but he wanted to see the facts. And the best way to see the facts is to go on the ground and see what's happening. Um, we mentioned during the phone conversations, uh, excuse me, during our during our, our session together, uh, Lee Bond and the work that they've been doing over at Singer River Health Systems. And um, I, on an invitation from Lee Bond, I'm going to go over to Ocean Springs Hospital uh, later today, and I'll share that uh, that experience with you tomorrow. I'm going to meet Georgia's story and then go in and visit with some critical care nurses and some critical care doctors, and um, and just uh, try to try to you know give you a better feel for what's happening on the ground. And I look forward to to bringing that that um, really challenging story to you from what is what most people would describe as a war zone. So without any further ado, let's move over to my friend Milton Segarra. It's been a while since we visited. He's That's right. Nice to see you, Ricky. Good morning. Yeah, it's good to see you. He's the CEO of Coastal Mississippi. He's been on the show. I literally lost count, Milton, on how many times you've been on the show. But um, I think the last time we talked, uh, you, know, you know, we were coming out of the out of that third wave. I don't think that the, you know, the fourth wave had really hit us. There are a lot of hopeful signs. I look forward to kind of visiting with you and all of that. But anyway, how you doing, my man? I'm doing fine, Ricky. I'm looking forward to going to that conversation. But first of all, I just want to, and I'm sure a lot of people is going to be with me in this question. How is your granddaughter doing? It's so important to us to know. Uh, thank you. Thank you for asking about Mila. Um, Kyle and I are going to talk a little bit more about what happened last Thursday. But she had a very, very serious medical uh, emergency. And uh, the good news is she's in Memorial. Uh, Kent Nico and the team at Memorial have done a terrific job of, uh, of taking care of Mila. She's two years old. She's one of the most special kids you've ever met. She's so expressive and wonderful. But she's doing really good today. Her numbers are getting better. And, um, and you can see the old Mila is coming back. And we're really, really fortunate. The thing that, the thing that has blown uh, her, her father, my son Jordan, and her, her mother, Sierra, who's incidentally a, an RN, 
Um, she, what's blown us away, all of our families, is that the uh, the outpouring of support from the community has been overwhelming. Uh, anytime a, a child is involved, you know it's a tough situation. But uh, when when we get to the last segment of the show, I'll tell you a little bit more about that. If you really want to know the gory, all the details, you can go to my Coastview Facebook page where I posted something about the whole story. But we'll get to that. Thank you so much for for uh, for for asking about that, Milton. And thank you so much for your expressions of prayer and support. We really appreciate that. Absolutely. We'll continue praying for her and for your family. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. I really appreciate that. So, man, here we are. Fourth wave. Here we go again. Here we go again. So so when you kind of analyze things, kind of talk to me about what's the state of mind these days in your organization and um, how are we doing? Well, let me tell you, the um, COVID-19, as you know, we've been discussing this for for many, many, many times. Uh, We were able to come back to the marketplace and, and the recovery for coastal Mississippi. And actually, the state of Mississippi was remarkable. We, we led the nation in that recovery. Uh, obviously, this variant is, is, is bringing some additional challenges and changes, changes excuse me, uh, to, the, to the marketplace. Um, just to share with you some numbers, and we're getting the information, Ricky, every week from very important um, um, research companies, in this particular case from Destination Analyst, and we're, we're doing as well from Longwoods International, which are two very important worldwide companies that are providing the sentiment report from the consumers, which at this time is, is key. And uh, so far from the travelers here in the U.S., 70%, 72 to be precise, of the travelers in the USA are vaccinated. So people that want to travel, they have taken the time and go through the process. But at this particular time, 63% or almost two-thirds of those are really concerned about about this situation with the COVID-19, specifically the Delta variant, and one-third of those are postponing or canceling their trips. So, and we'll, we should see this within the next 45, 60 days. So we're talking about the last portion of our summer season, September, early fall. So what we're trying to do, and the organization in conjunction with our partners, in conjunction with our leadership at the board, what we're doing is actually looking for opportunities to make sure that we can continue engaging with the people that are willing to travel at this time. And the key here is to make sure our vendors, our stakeholders, they are prepared and they are ready to provide a safe environment to them. Uh, all those travelers are saying, I'm willing to go to places in which they have mass mandate in place, in which, and it doesn't have to be the state mandate, but at least that, that you go to a, a venue, a hotel, a restaurant, and they are following certain protocols and parameters to make sure the visit, the stay, uh, the consumption, the time they are there, they are safe. And, and what we're trying to do is to make sure people understand that reality. Um, we don't necessarily need to wait to see what the state is going to do or the county or the city. But at this particular time, our clients, which are willing to come to the south, because most of our visitors are from the south, and you know the mentality is a little bit different. So they're willing to take some time. They're willing to go experiences, places. But they're looking for a certain level of additional safety and precautions, protocols in place to make sure not only them, but the people that we, we, we live here are more safe and, and healthy uh, at every single time. Well, I'm not surprised by that. I mean, obviously, I'm not surprised by that. And, you know, we knew from the very beginning of COVID 
that one of the keys to our success as a tourism destination was going to be ensuring people that they could have a safe visit. The other thing that you guys did a really good job of doing is really zeroing in on the reality that the vast majority of people who came to coastal Mississippi came here in their cars and they felt safe in their cars. And, um, you know, with the casinos and all, everyone sort of rallying behind this, this uh, goal of making people feel safe. Um, it was really the key to our success. So now that we're in this, you know, what, what's, what's, what happened, Milton, unfortunately, is that we were coming out of that third wave, economies kind of open, people felt like they could get out and, and you know, live their lives again, and things were kind of, you just had to sit, the, you know, the vaccine was there. You had to sense that we were, you know, we were, we were recovering. And we heard sort of these distant shout outs that, you know, worry about, we should be concerned about potential variants and what that looks like. We hear about this Delta thing way off in some other country. And then within a matter of weeks, we're, we're battling it mightily. And um, it's, uh, it, it almost gives people whiplash how much things change from, from sort of getting out there, living their life to holy mackerel. You know, now that this is a, a pandemic of the unvaccinated for the most part, um, it's a, it, it, we had to pivot hard, didn't we? Oh, absolutely, Ricky. And, and I have to tell you, and, and everybody knows, this is not only for the tourism industry. COVID-19 has changed so much. And, and protocols and the way you do business and the ways you approach business and the way you prospect, excuse me, prospect business, business has changed. And in our industry, it hasn't been the, the, the exception. And what we have learned, Ricky, through the experience, and, and the thing is that here in, in coastal Mississippi, we learn immediately and we can, we can take the situation and we create solutions and we innovate towards being um, uh, front and center. And in this case, this hasn't been the exception. I have seen how our vendors, our stakeholders, from hotels, from tour operators, from restaurants, they have come up with good ideas to make sure people, when they come and visit, uh, they feel safe. And as a matter of fact, uh, from the first wave of the total cases in the state of Mississippi, I think in the coast, Ricky, it was only 10% or 11%. So when you take in consideration the size of, of our population, which is almost 400,000 people of the, of the entire state, the fact that we had only 10 or 11% of the cases, it's a good sign. And, and we were using that type of information to share with our visitors, telling, hey, we're taking the right measures, we're doing the right thing. You can trust us and you can come. And we were offering, on top of that, the destination healthcare promise, which is very simple. We're going to do the best possible efforts to make sure that when you visit us here in coastal Mississippi, you're going to find a place, either a hotel, a restaurant, the beach, uh, any place you go. And we're going to have all the protocols in place to make sure you and your family are safe, while we, that we live here, are safe as well. And that uh, did work, did work. People trust yeah. what we're saying. And at the end, we saw the numbers that, uh, I mean, I have to say, we led the nation in recovery. Uh, after we did. We really did. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Milton Seguera, the CEO of Coastal Mississippi, and just talk about the implications of the Delta situation and uh, sort of where we go from here. And uh, and we'll also talk about, you know, you know the future. You know, where, where is Coastal Mississippi going in the future? We'll see you after this break. Coast View on Super Talk 103.1 is brought to you by J. Allen Toyota on I-10 Exit 38 Gulfport. See all the incredible inventory at allentoyota.com. And remember, when you think Toyota, think J. Allen Toyota. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. 
Welcome back to Coast View. Uh, I have the CEO of Coastal Mississippi, Milton Segura, with me. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I have lost count with how many times we've visited together on this show. What has struck me about you, Milton, every single time we talk is that you're focused, you're positive, you're strategic. And to be strategic means you also have to be tactical. In other words, strategic is long-term. Tactical is short-term. It's, you know, what it's doing things now. Strategic is being, always having your eye on the ball about where we're headed. What are the goals and where we're headed? Um, it was smart what you guys did, and the numbers really, really bore this out, that you, uh, you focused on creating a healthy and safe environment for people who wanted to come here in their cars. And we had one of the most significant recoveries. Mississippi was at the top of the list. And then tourism was at the top of Mississippi's recovery list. And then the coast was at the top of that list. So unbelievable performance. But as it, as it typically is in a pandemic, you're going to have to shift gears. You got to, as we mentioned a minute ago, you got to pivot because, you you know, the pandemic's not over. And COVID is something we're going to have to learn to live with. It's going to be with us for maybe, who knows how long it's going to be with us, a long time. So, you know, the, the, the vaccine is critical to that conversation. Um, as you sort of evaluate where we are right now, um, you know, what, you, know you, you mentioned a second ago about what people's concerns are and what they want to see when they come here. But how are we doing? Well, first of all, I have to say that... Um, what we were able to accomplish, Ricky, and this is very important for me to share with, with all your audience, we have a phenomenal team in coastal Mississippi. I can't thank, him, thank them enough about the day-by-day day day efforts they put uh, to make sure we, we, we implemented um, the strategy that was approved by our board, which is now led by Brooke Schulz and as our president and Mike Henderson, um, Mark Henderson as our vice president. And with their leadership, we are moving forward in the right direction and I have to tell you, what we're seeing right now, no surprise, we're seeing cancellations. We have seen individual cancellations in small and big hotels. We're seeing group cancellation or postponements of those groups. That's okay. That, that's understandable. Uh, but right now, I think, um, and this is the way we're looking at this, we, are have, we have a plan, immediate plan, which is to handle with the potential demand or the softening of the demand uh, right now, and we have a plan in place with our agencies, with our team, and based on the feedback of, of the consumer sentiment and that type of um, um, uh, feedback that we're getting pretty much daily, we're going to be activating different levels of that plan. However, in the long term, um, as you said, COVID or somebody or something else will be available. Safety now is one of the most important components when you're traveling. Uh, you want to know about that and health as well. So what we're trying to do is to shift the overall goal of the organization. And obviously, we will always we will always be a marketing organization and will bring visitors. But right now, there are some other things that are so important in the future of organization like ours, like total alignment with the stakeholders, with the elected officials, with the community. We need to think the same way. We need to have a plan, one plan for everybody. We need to make sure that, that we have a sustainable plan in place um, which is so important. And, and for us, being at the coast, it's important that we have a plan to, to, to make sure our resources and the way we do business is sustainable. And the third one, and the most important part, is that the 
the, the new marketing for destinations is the values that we own, the values that de that defines us. Those are the unique, specific things that people are looking for and are willing to travel, even under Delta, uh, the variant. Uh, but if you have the values and they understand that they are willing to take that risk and go and visit if you provide them with a safe environment. So those are the changes that you will see in organizations like us that we are strategically discussing uh, to make sure we can direct and redirect the organization in the right direction. I had a really good visit with Matt McDonald from the Mississippi Gulf Coast Coliseum and Convention Center. And uh, some events are still on. Uh, some have been uh, have been canceled or postponed, like, for example, a nurses convention. I mean, obviously, you're not going to have a nurses convention when the critical, the critical we we have a lot of critical issues that we're facing now in the Delta, but boy, I would say number one on the list is nursing shortages and the the amount of um, you know uh, stress on that team right now. So I understood that one. Um, the the other thing is that um, he had had a meeting, uh, actually a series of meetings with Woody Bailey from Cruising the Coast, and all measures are that they're they're moving forward. I have. Um, uh, Pete Vicari from Vicari Auctions is my neighbor and my very dear friend, and um, you know he's still you know moving forward with the auction at the Coliseum, and they're going to do it in a safe way. But I'm not surprised that the that cruising would be on and looking potentially at some record numbers, because people feel safe in their car. It seems like I said this before, but cruising seems like the tailor-made event during a pandemic. Um, Anyway, so uh, what you're just, just you can certainly re respond to the COVID. I mean, excuse me, to the cruising thing. But um, you know, we just have to we just have to deal with the reality that some events might fit into uh, the kind of safety protocols that we have, and some may not. That's kind of where we are, isn't it? Well, let me tell you um, about cruising the coast again. The best car show in America, USA Today. People that voted in that uh, in that particular newspaper, the number one car show in America. That's great. Three of the four last years were the number one. Woody and his team is doing phenomenal. Um, over eight thousand cars are already registered and counting, so it, it could be a record-breaking year. But on top of that is the efforts that Woody and his team are putting to make sure that we can offer a safe uh, event. Um, uh, as, they, as, as they did last year, they're putting more emphasis this year, following all the specific recommendations from the, our state health department, from the CDC, uh, from the vendors. I mean, I, I can assure you when they go to the Coliseum, Matt at, at, and his team, as, as he has done in every single opportunity, uh, people, when they go to our Coliseum, they, they feel safe because they see the, the measures that are in place on the protocols. And that's a specifically the message that we're trying to send, even though this 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 COVID-19 and the Delta variant is a reality. Still, there are places, and here in coastal Mississippi is one of them, that we're taking the necessary measures to make sure that we are safe and all the visitors that are coming and stay with us as well. And that will make a difference. And as long as we keep talking to the people that are willing to travel right now, and we offer that, and we keep the engagement with the people that are saying, you know what, let me, let me hold for a while, which is fine. We understand that. But we keep feeding them with the information about how we are progressing and moving forward. I think, as we did in the first phase of this, we'll come back. Um, most likely, the, the next 30 to 45 days, we'll see a reduction in demand, but it will come back. That's, that's the assessment we have as of today, Ricky. 
Now, the good news as it relates to Delta variant is that, well, it's unfortunately, it could go on for a few more weeks, according to Dr. Dobbs. So we don't yet know when the peak will arrive. Let's hope it arrives sooner than later. But there's a good chance that we would hit the peak before cruising the coast gets there and we start to see the numbers start to fall again. But we need, we, you know, I think for tourism to start to thrive again in the way that we know it can, that we saw after the third wave, we need to see that we sort of got things under control and that we're moving in the right direction. We're kind of in this no man's land right now where the numbers continue every day to be higher and higher. And uh, a lot of my focus on this show with the Speaker of the House, with with uh, medical leaders, is to talk a lot about the vaccine, uh, to talk a lot about, you know, that's the one tool we have that we can fight this, and to really bring focus on the medical professionals, uh, the work that they're doing. I mean, you know, Milton, you know this. Uh, man, we are so lucky to have such a gifted and committed medical community here in coastal Absolutely. Mississippi, aren't we? I can attest to that absolutely, and um, and and that 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 is one of the things that that we in in our destination health promise, Ricky. We have all the three main um, consortias here: uh, Memorial and Merit and um, and Singing River. Uh, they endorse our destination health promise because we want to tell the people about hey, if you come and something happen, we have phenomenal physicians, we have phenomenal hospital system available to help you, and uh, and again. Sometimes you have to do different partnership. When in, in your mind you were thinking about tourism and hospitals, that is not nothing like you do, but, but the situation changed. So we reach out to them, they reach out to us. Now we have a phenomenal partnership that is working. We promote, they help us with the specific science and clinical information. And at the end, what we're doing is giving to the visitors more specific and more accurate information about what, what could happen if they visit coast of Mississippi. But that's a different partnership that we're looking forward to do. We have done things with Mississippi Power. We have done things with hospitals. We're doing things with the Gulf Coast Business Council because the situation and the, the business model has changed so much that you need to shift and look for different partners to accomplish your goals. And we're going to continue doing that. Yeah, it's about constantly evaluating what's the latest situation and how can we best face that. Um, I can attest, by the way, to... Uh, in my case with my granddaughter, it's a non, non-COVID related emergency and the memorial, man, they just went beyond the call of duty. And I, I would say, you know, if you were to talk to Sierra and Jordan, they would tell you that they don't believe that there was any delay or anything as it related to her care. And so, you know, I, and I know, man, I just know what's happening at that hospital right now. And these professionals are spread in so many incredible directions and that they can continue to, to give great care is really important. And that's the kind of message people need to hear. Okay. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more with Milton about the future and, um, and, and so on. So we'll see you after this break. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. And now, it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Supertalk 103.1 FM. Welcome back to Coast View. I have the CEO of Coastal Mississippi Tours and Milton Seguera with us. And before we go any further, let me just say this. People who have been following my 
my my what I've written about this and some to some extent what I said on the air, although I haven't really said a whole lot on the air. I've had some concerns over the past several months about coastal Mississippi tourism. And uh, it's been really quiet lately because I think what, what, what we're observing is that they're focused on uh, bringing the board together and doing things that, that, that can sort of get past some of that noise. And, um, and the, the reality is I'm watching the leadership of Brooke Schultz and uh, the, uh, the, the work that, that um, uh, people like Mark Henderson, my, my you know, dear friend here on Kosia, and the work that they're doing. And uh, I have confidence in their abilities to sort of sort through this and get us moving in the right direction. This is not something that I have discussed with Milton uh, on the air or off the air, and Cal can attest to that. Um, but, uh, but, you know, Milton's been, throughout any noise that might have been there, Milton's been just focused on, uh, you know, letting us know what coastal Mississippi tourism is all about. And I have confidence that we're moving in the right direction. So I just wanted to mention that. So, Milton, you and I didn't get into the strategic planning process. And because, you know, as I mentioned, you know, you got to be tactical because there's always these pivot points that COVID has been delivering. But let's set COVID aside for a second. Uh, the one thing that, and one of the reasons I did this show is that coastal Mississippi as a region is one of the most, if not the most powerful region of the state, not just because of Ingalls and Stennis and all the things that happened in between the, the port of Gulfport, for goodness sakes, but the tourism piece, the tourism recovering in Katrina helped bring light to the reality that so goes coastal Mississippi tourism, so goes the state. So it's given us an opportunity, I think, to align coastal leaders all across the state around the importance of coastal Mississippi. We saw that after after Katrina, we're seeing it during this, you know, we, obviously we saw it after the oil spill. We certainly are seeing it during this pandemic that, that we need coastal Mississippi not only to do well, but to thrive. And you guys are focused on that as on, on a regular basis, thinking of this as a regional effort, that coastal Mississippi as an entity, a collection of communities, brings with it some incredible diversity of experience that creates a competitive advantage for us. And, uh, and you guys are really always thinking about how do you push those, those positive attributes forward strategically. Talk to me more about that. Of course, Ricky, we are a regional industry with the, um, um, that we impact the entire state of Mississippi. Uh, let me explain. One third, Ricky, one third of all the tourism activity that happens in, in, in Mississippi, it's here, it's what we do. So we represent at least one third of all the expenses, all the expenditures, taxes, the number of visitors. So that's a great responsibility for us. And we understand, we engage with that. We want to do better every single day. But also, uh, and this is the way I see it, and uh, with all the respect, it is important for the state to take a look very carefully because it's, a, it's important for the state to make sure that the economic activity in the coast regarding tourism remains in, in a nice position. So it's a good situation to be, and we trust and we like that relationship with the governor, with the lieutenant governor, with the speaker of the house, with our Gulf Coast delegation. We try as much as possible to keep them updated about the importance of the, of the industry, and they, they understand and they are supporting us tremendously. So having said that, Ricky, um, our board has been engaged in a process to make sure that we can bring to the community, to our stakeholders, a strategic plan um, for the future, for the next 
two to three years. We're, we're focusing more in two or three years versus five and 10 because things are changing so rapidly that organizations like ours needs to have a plan, even though it's strategic in nature, but it's also tactical that you can change if need be. Take a look to, to what happened with the, with the, with the COVID-19. So we've been working with that. We believe under Brooke Schultz's leadership that most likely within the next 30 to 60 days, we're going to finalize that plan. But it's, it's nothing more important than take advantage of the strategic position of coastal Mississippi, not only in our region, in our state, but in the entire region. Uh, if you take a look from New Orleans to um, Panama City to Destin, Florida, when you're analyzing the beach destinations, um, I mean, we're second to none. None of those destinations can offer what we have. And we're trying to maximize that. We want to try to increase our market share in the region. As a matter of fact, um, New Orleans have like 30,000 rooms. We have close to 16,000. Those other destinations, maybe five, six, 7,000 rooms. So we have a very important presence um, um, in, in the coast. And we'll certainly, this is, this is the key, Ricky. No one can offer the level of the gaming industry that we have, second to none. And the same time you offer the outdoor, you know, non-gaming, relaxing, coastal experience that we can offer. Tell me who can do that here in, in, in the South, only us. And we're gonna maximize and make sure that our strategic plan take advantage of every single opportunity to grow that, that uh, competitive advantage. It is incredible it when is you, incredible. one of the good things about a strategic plan is it gives you an opportunity to focus on um, the positive attributes. You know, how how do we push the positive attributes forward? When you look at when you look at that from that perspective, what is it that you get get you so excited? Well, uh, the thing is that we have two very important segments. You know, um, more than fifty percent of the people that comes to coastal Mississippi, it's because of our, our gaming partners. Again, that's great. And then the rest is because they want to come and enjoy our food, our culture, our outdoors, our beach. They want to go fishing. They want to go and play golf. They want to go and visit friends and family. And when you put those two together, besides the fact that, that we are trying to increase our number of groups and conventions, which is very important in this particular mix, uh, at the end, you have a very diverse source of business. And you don't rely in one specific market segments to be successful. So what we're trying to do is to make sure we create the opportunities, the strategies, the initiative, and the engagement with those different markets to offer a very compelling and, and all-inclusive experience to make sure that people see us in a different way. And that's why Coastal Mississippi became that part of, of a different side of Mississippi, the secret coast, everything that we can offer that many people don't know. Now we're trying to make sure it's, it's an eye-to-eye -eye contact with our market segments, which is primarily regional, as we know, but also increase a little bit the distribution of our messages, distribution of our product in very important fly markets that we're going to be working this year, which is part of our, of our, our strategic growth to maintain the, 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 the number of uh, the market share in the, in the driving market, but also start looking to the fly markets and increase that number as well. It's, it's pretty exciting. I had a wonderful conversation with Austin Summerall, the owner and chef of the White Pillars last week. As you know, he won the 2021 King Absolutely. of American Seafood Award. He's one um, of the best. Uh, he, he, you know, he, he, he was a salt-of-the-earth kind of guy, and, um, and he's really built a, a really incredible restaurant in this iconic 
place, white pillars. <clears throat> but what's interesting about what he said was that he wants all the restaurants, and he sees all the restaurants of coastal Mississippi raising the bar. It's not just the white pillars. You know, the more bar raising that they do across the, the, the spectrum, uh, the better. <clears throat> and he sees coastal Mississippi uh, slowly but surely becoming a place where people would want to come here and enjoy incredible restaurants, you know, just like people go to New Orleans to, to do that. It goes you know, like people go to New York to do that. Um, you know, when I talk to people like Julian Rankin from the Walter Anderson Museum, what a bright young talent he is, how articulate he is as he talks about uh, not just the, the Walter Anderson Museum and the incredible contribution it's making to the community, but how it fits into this broader world of coastal Mississippi and how when people come there, he urges them to go to Bay St. Louis and, and see the art community in downtown Bay St. Louis. And the people in downtown Bay St. Louis urge people to go to Ocean Springs. But this incredible symbiotic relationship that all this collection of from incredible restaurants to the Orr Museum to the Walter Anderson Museum to you know Chuck Loftus and the work that he does on the beach, and I mean just you know, and the casino industry and the you know uh, the hotel motel lodging association and the work that they do. It takes an amazing effort of talented, passionate people to pull this off, doesn't it? And and yes, the answer is yes. And just precise of what you just said, Ricky, it's important that people understand this is a community-based business. This is a community-based industry. Everybody needs to be in the same page. This is not only for hotels or casinos, for restaurants or tours. This is an activity that will enhance the quality of place of the coast. This is an activity, if we're successful, we're going to be in a better economic position. Our economy will grow. More jobs will come. But most importantly, if we do good, Mississippi does better. That's number one. And number two, the better we do in development and infrastructure, the quality of place for all of us that we live here in coastal Mississippi gets much, much better. And that's the importance. Those are the additional numbers that normally people don't see. And that's why we need to work together. All those components that you mentioned, of course, we need the po' boys and the shrimps and all of that. But as Austin said, we need some other restaurants as well that will bring a di different and additional visitors to coastal Mississippi. And we want that to happen. And of course, we want uh, more hotels and activities. But the thing is this, Everything must be as part of a plan in which all of us, and, and I, when I said all of us, it's not only the people that work in the, in the tourism industry. When I said all of us, is that the communities can embrace, the communities can engage, the community can feel part of that, that they have the ownership to make sure that we move forward and we have a sustainable tourism which promote the values of the coast, which is the difference. And, and, and if we can align the elected officials, the stakeholders, the economy, organizations such as us in one plan, in one page, I can assure you the future is so bright for coastal Mississippi that I'm sure uh, what we're going to see is going to be so far, far from what we have thought that it's going to be phenomenal for all of us. I'm so confident we can do that. I was at the One Coast Awards uh, last week and something that the Sun-Herald started when I was publisher of the Sun-Herald, recognizing a regional view that we, if we work together as a region, if we get all the pieces together and we, and we all buy into what this place is and what it could become, no one can stop us. No one can stop us. And we have so many leaders that are in the trenches working on a regional view. 
um, on this regional vision that you know, we're very lucky in that regard. And I will always keep the focus on that. I will never let the spotlight get off of that. Milton Segarra, thank you so much for your leadership. I appreciate it, buddy. It's been great visiting with you. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure, Ricky. When I come back, we'll uh, have a chat with uh, Cal Curley. We'll see you after this break. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.